It is officially summer. I feel like Oprah, except we're not getting new cars. We're just all getting our children for the summer, which is still exciting, right? (laughs) So I had this idea for summer and summer episodes as a way for me to continue releasing episodes, keeping in mind that you will probably be a little bit busier than usual with your kids doing fun things that we talked about in the episode all about our summer bucket list. And so I came up with the idea of Summer Shorties, which is going to be a quick episode, still released on a weekly basis, but really gets kind of straight to the point, dives right in, hopefully still encourages you and gives you something to implement practically that's going to help you right where you're at. So let's get started. Welcome to Her Pursuit, the podcast empowering moms to live with more peace, purpose, and fulfillment starting right now. Join me each week for honest conversations on motherhood, mental health, and growing in our faith. Together, we will explore practical ways to break free from survival mode and discover true peace for the everyday. I'm your host, Kaysen, and I'm so glad you're here. Five things that will give you more mental space. If you're anything like me, you're saying, yes, give it to me. Tell me how to create more mental space. I need that in my life, Kaysen. Yes, please. Okay, so I got you. I have got you. We're going to dive right in. Number one. Brain dump, which let's be honest, needs a glow up. It needs to, like, we need a rename ASAP, please. We probably all know what this is, but just in case, let's kind of explain this a little bit. Brain dumping is when you quickly write down all the thoughts, all the ideas, whatever's jumbled up in your head, you get it all out onto paper. And it is a really popular, actually, productivity, 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 however you want to say it, technique that is often used to clear your mind or improve your focus. And it also is a way to help just become more mindful in general. Some studies suggest that it can be a helpful tool for improving your cognitive function and reducing stress, which is so crazy. Like who knew that writing all the things down that's in your, that are in your head onto paper could like reduce your stress level. But it's so true. I use this tool in my life all the time. So like grab the paperwork from school, flip it over. Not if you have to turn it back in, like do not write all the things that's up in your mind down on a piece of paper that you got to send back to the school. Like if you're anything like me, that would be terrible and embarrassing. And you don't want to do that. You want to do that. So maybe it's a to-do list. Maybe it's thoughts. Maybe it's worries. Maybe it's fears. Maybe it's things that are coming up. Whatever is in your mind, Find like, you know, your kid's artwork or the receipt that's laying on the counter or a scrap piece of paper from the bottom of your floorboard in the car. Like just doesn't have to be a perfect notebook and a whole piece of paper. Like just get something to brain dump. Write down everything in your mind, in your head, and this is going to help you create more mental space. And it can also help you organize your thoughts and ideas, which actually can lead to better, better memory. Isn't that so crazy? Something so simple that I think we overlook. We overlook the simple things. We think it's got to be complicated and give me 17 steps. And it really could just be like, hey, you got a piece of paper? Grab a pen. Write down everything that's on your mind right now. All the thoughts, all the plans, all the things taking up space. And let the paper hold it so that your mind doesn't have to anymore. I use this all the time. So that's number one. It had to be number one. Okay, number two. This one's kind of weird. So let me just preface by saying that. It's weird, okay? It's weird, but it works. And I know that it works because I use this one as well. And it gives me just like this, I just excel. I just feel better and I have more mental space. Okay, here it is. Clean your refrigerator and or your freezer if you have the time. Clean it out. 
clean it out, wipe it down, organize it, throw out all the things that have expired, which if you're anything like me, the last time I did this was like over half of the like freezer was like freezer burned. It was meat from like 2020. And I'm not really sure since it's not a deep freezer that that's still uh, okay to eat. So we threw all those things away. And I do this with the fridge as well, like get rid of all the moldy fruit that you didn't eat that week or, you know, all the salads that you didn't make, whatever it is, clean everything out, take the stuff out, wipe it down. That's part of it. Cause you somehow, crumbs end up in the bottom of my fridge. I'm like, my children don't even eat here. They eat at the table. How are there crumbs right here? Like, how is this happening? There's hair. That's disgusting. Like, how did that get there? Dog hair, my hair, the girl's hair. I don't know whose hair it is. There's hair sometimes in the bottom of the fridge and it just wipe it down. You'll feel better. I promise. If those things are spotless, clean your toilets. I can't tell you how gross my toilets get because it's just like the last thing I want to do, but it honestly takes the least amount of time. It's probably the easiest. It would definitely take less time than cleaning out the fridge or the freezer. So maybe you want to start there. But cleaning your toilets, if those are clean, if all the stuff is clean, then you have time to sit and try the next thing, which is number three, okay? Number three is sitting in silence and stillness, okay? These things are both shown, they are proven to reduce stress. Stillness and silence can reduce the levels of cortisol in your body, which is the stress hormone. We talked about that a couple episodes back when we talked about, you know, how to feel good right now. We talked about these different hormones in your body and what affects them. And there was a study that was actually published that found individuals who participated in daily silence and stillness for eight weeks had significantly lower levels of cortisol compared to the control group. So if you're wanting more mental space, this is going to be a huge help for you. The fourth thing is kind of goes along with that because for me, like stillness and silence is different than the meditation piece because meditation, and no, I don't ever, I guess, turn my brain off completely. Well, I know that I don't because there would be something wrong with me. That's just not how my brain operates. There's never blank space that there's nothing trying to kind of creep in. But I do feel like there's stillness and silence And then there's meditation for me. So I wanted that to have its own little bullet point. So number four is meditation and breath work. So meditation is a practice that involves training your mind essentially to focus on a particular thought or activity or a phrase in order to achieve this state of relaxation and more awareness, a heightened sense of awareness, which some of us probably don't need because we're already like in a hyper arousal state. So you just have to know yourself here. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes, and there's more and more kind of information coming out about this, but sometimes these things can actually, especially if you're someone who struggles hardcore with anxiety and deals with panic attacks on a regular basis, like I have in the past, but doing these things can actually increase that trigger and that feeling of panic because there's something like unresolved or there's something there. And that's why I always encourage, like strongly encourage you, especially if you're struggling struggling really bad, to reach out for help to a trained professional who knows how to help you through this. If you want to start practicing sitting in silence and meditating and doing things like that, but you can't get past this 
feeling of panic and it almost makes it worse when you go to sit and do these things, that is a huge red flag that you need to, or should, you know, I just want to encourage you always to reach out, like think about reaching out and asking someone for help who can help you talk through the things that are maybe buried underneath or underneath the surface that you don't even know are there. So sorry, I just had to kind of add that in there because I definitely don't want to be adding stress to your life. And if you're, I don't, I definitely don't want you to sit down and be like, okay, what's wrong with me? I feel more panicked when I'm trying to zone into what's happening in my body. Because when I mentioned the heightened awareness, you know, some of us are already super aware of every single little thing. And so you may or may not feel that panic and anxiety increase when you sit in silence and stillness to dig a little deeper. And so that is a red flag for me in my life to know, hey, there's some things going on. I need to reach out to somebody. Like I need to get in therapy and figure this out, talk this out. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? There are different types of meditation, but they all involve some form of mental focus and concentrating, which can be hard for some of us. And and it's a practice. Okay, so the fifth thing is to put your phone down, okay? Don't come at me because I've done this and I know that it works. I will link below to the episode about 10 things that my fast from social media taught me. The number one thing that I share, just spoiler alert if you haven't listened to it, is that social media is so extremely overstimulating and I didn't even realize how loud it was until I actually quieted all the noise. So, I mean, there are so many benefits from disconnecting from your phone in general, like reduce stress, improve sleep, better focus, more productive. You know, you're more socially connected because you're actually engaged in your real life social interactions, if you're following what I'm saying, which as an introvert is not something that is, I don't have a lot of social connections, but that's just in general because of my personality, but you get what I'm saying. So increase social connection, and then also improve self-esteem. I also share in that episode, like I was losing myself to the world of social media and everyone else's lives and things they had going on and their opinions and beliefs and things they were doing. And it was just, it was a lot. So the fifth thing that will help you give you more mental space is to just less screen time, not even social media time, just like disconnecting from your phone, putting it down, letting it go, and just being more present in the moment. So I hope that these five things are helpful for you. Choose one of them to try. Let me know what you think, if they work for you. And even if they don't, I want to hear from you either way. You can send me a message, a DM, an email, however you want to reach out. I would love to hear from you, but I pray that these things have been encouraging and that they have given you a starting point to try in your own life. And I just hope and pray that they give you more mental space. I believe that they will. So try it out. Let me know. And I will see you back here next week. Same time, same place. Peace.